Hello, welcome to Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Paul Cochran with you. I am super excited, not just because the game's coming, I've got Brett Skelly with me. Yeah, g'day, Paul. Yeah, I've not had that introduction before. I can't even get that at home, so no, I'm glad to be here. Did you get that at home, Tommy? Not at all. Not at all. Cold shoulder for me. Boys, 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 one more sleep. How good. Oh, isn't it good? Yes. It's, it's Christmas again, so no, very much looking forward to this, and I'm, I'm hoping that everybody's got their teams in now. Well, we've been banging the drum. Gee, if people haven't been uh, haven't been heeding the message to get your team done, uh, they're under a rock somewhere because uh, you know we've certainly been telling people what's going on. I mean, you'd be you'd be crazy, Tommy, to miss out on the on the first round points, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you miss the first week, there's a good chance you won't be able to win the car, the the big prize. But um, there's still weekly prizes. But the last month's gone quick, and it's it's upon us now. Only a few nights left. Yeah, it's fantastic, and and. I'll tell you what, the, the fields, are full fields will be out sort of in, in the next few hours, but we can already know that the big dogs are going to be in action. Like week one, you know, and we, we kick off tomorrow at, at Menangle, but the big dogs are going to be in action. We're going to see all the A-listers, all the people at the top of the, the, the price charts. There, there, are, there is some breaking news with regards to suspensions. It's happened in the last sort of 48 hours that we'll have a chat about later in the show, but... They're all going to be there. It's sunny here in New South Wales. We're going to see fast racing. They're all going to want to start to put, you know, premiership points up for grabs, you know, at the start of the season, and that's going to be reflected in fantasy points, Brett. Oh, it is, yeah. And I think there's a little bit of bragging rights too. We've mentioned it before, but I think people want to be the first one to win that race. They want to be the first one to win fantasy harness racing points at Bathurst or Penrith or a lot of these places. So there's a bit of chatter about that as well. Bit of history, Tommy. Hey? Yeah, I wonder who's going to be the first to get the points tomorrow, race one. Trotter's race. Um, I'm hoping it's Robbie Morris, but uh, we'll see first thing tomorrow. All right. Well, you might have given us a little bit of insight into what you're thinking about your team, Tommy. Um, you know, what, what are you looking at from team structure? Like, have you, I know that you've, you've kind of crunched a lot of numbers over the last month while we've been sitting talking about the game. I know that you've got a few theories on how it could be. Where where are you at sort of 24 hours out? Metropolitan, very heavy. Um, looking at the other districts, I'm sort of focusing on those drivers that are willing to travel, willing and able to travel um, and pick up points um, outside of their district. So very metro heavy, uh, Robbie Morris. He, he's my captain now, um, but there'll be some news on him very shortly. Yeah, all right. So you're... So metro heavy, that means you're going to have to save some cash, yep. uh, you know, elsewhere. Brett, what, how are you? What? How are you thinking? Is it metro? Is where you, where you kind of need to skew your money? I've spread the love a little bit more than uh, than Tommy has, so I've I've gone very top heavy, and um, it thins out a little bit towards the bottom. But as we've mentioned on previous podcasts, it's about finding those bargains there as well. So now I've spread out, and I've um, pretty much got the top in each region, um, or the top one or two, and then. Narrowed it down as I get towards the bottom. I had to. Um, I felt compelled. We've got we've got an ambassador in each region that have been doing a lot of great work for us. They've been flying the flag, wearing the colours. I I felt compelled, and for good reason. They're all in my team. Uh, they were the first picked on in each of my teams. So Grace Pinella, um, Amanda Turnbull, Cameron Hart, and Blake Jones. Bang! That was an easy because uh, we we've said a few times you kind of spoil for choice a little bit. It's kind of hard to work out who to leave out as opposed to who to put in initially so I just thought bang straight off the top I'll have you for that solves a solves a little uh, dilemma in my head and and then I, I I feel like I'm easier to justify myself out there when all these drivers start asking me why I didn't put them in their team it's um but you, you need to save money elsewhere Brett yeah that's it as I say it, it you miss out in sort of the middle tier if you're going top heavy um but other people might have a different strategy and try and get those sort of um, mid to mid-high tier people in their team so they've got such a, a well-balanced all-round view. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's, it's, it's difficult to try and get in everybody that you want and I dare say it's impossible. So where did you, if, if you've gone big in the Metro, Tom, where have you sort of gone a bit leaner? Hunter, um, mainly because, you know, week to week they've only got Newcastle as their... Um, their race meeting, and that's infiltrated through the metro um, region. So, you know, Robbie, Jack Callaghan, um, Josh Gallagher, they're up there stealing the points, essentially. I know that um, 
like Dan Moran's been coming, doing it the other way, coming and stealing Metro points uh, in recent weeks. But yeah, I've gone very Metro heavy and just looked at those drivers elsewhere, Riverina, Western and Hunter, that will come to the Metro region and, and take some points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, you really do just need to need to scrimp a little bit somewhere if mm. you if you want to go big in the in the metro because as you said it's quite challenging the fourteen point four million dollars um, must haves who have, you, who have you got as a must have Brett oh, I think you've got to have Robbie Morris um, for all the things that we've pointed out before that you're probably getting you're getting at least three meetings a week um, usually four so that's just points points galore uh, so yeah I think he ma- he has to be a must have in your team okay Tommy Amanda. Amanda um, Turnbull. Yep, she's at Manangle tomorrow on Tuesday uh, for a couple of drives. I believe looking at um, Harness Web, she's in Manangle on Saturday, not at tomorrow, which yeah. is interesting. The fields will come out this afternoon, so I'll, I'll do some further assessments and changes um, overnight. But, yeah, Amanda's a must-have. Terrific driver. Does that make – I mean, if it, when Amanda comes to Manangle, that's going to be – for want of a better term, a bit more competitive um, from Amanda's perspective. If she goes to tomorrow. There's there's a chance she she does a bit of damage on that on that results card. I think if she's bringing horses to Menangle, she's not bringing them here for places. Mm. If she's got horses set, she's bringing them to the city for a good reason. So yeah, I I agree. She I've got her in my team as well. And if she's coming to Menangle, that's the reason why. Yeah, well she is. I, I touch base with the. This morning she is coming to Menangle, so she'll be at Menangle tomorrow. She'll be at Menangle Saturday. She'll be at Bathurst on Wednesday. So there's a you know there's fifty percent of the of the the points opportunities right there. Um, yeah, I, I just thought if she went to tomorrow, she could absolutely clean up. We could be looking at one of those four or five winner type mm. race cards, which would have you know and with the with the opportunity potentially of a of um, a double points opportunity in the tomorrow cup. Yeah, that's a, it's a shame that. The fields aren't out prior to uh, lockout time of the fantasy game. So of tomorrow fields, that is. Otherwise, I'd love to attack that double points race and try and do the form and find the winner and then um, put that driver in my team. Um, any any kind of little gems that have emerged? That, you know, I know we've been talking about, we've been trying to diagnose the, you know, the options a lot over the last few weeks, but any that have kind of just reared their head in the last few days? I think Maddie Young. Um, she's not getting a lot of drives at the moment, but pretty much, um, I, I, I don't know what a strike rate is, but it'd be yeah, above 50%. She's on a, if she's on a horse, then she's generally winning. Well, she, was she picking up drives because Matt Rue was suspended? I, I wonder. And Matt Rue's not suspended now. I, I wonder whether, yeah, I've got Matty Young in my team as well. I, um, I think that that, Cheap price. She's obviously was a she was a star only a few years ago. Really, one on the rise. Oh, I think there's a there's a reincarnation of for want of a better term for Maddie. You know, I, I think that she's one that you know represents some real good value at that lower end. What about you, Tom? Uh, three just off the top of my head. Will Rickson drove well at an angle on Saturday. First, second, and third in four drives. Um, he's a must-have. I'm just looking at his drives this week. He's got plenty. He'll be. Um, they've got the final race at Menangle on Saturday, um, and he'll probably have the favourite there, Western style, um, I believe, heading that way. Um, plenty of uh, drives at Penrith on Thursday. Jake Bates is another one. Um, he's got two drives at Menangle tomorrow, nominated for some drives at Penrith on Thursday. There's a cheap Metro option. And uh, James Locke as well um, from the Riverina region. He's at Menangle tomorrow for a couple of drives, maybe not odds competitive chance uh, competitive chance by the odds but good points you know because you you do need those points at the lower at the lower end James is only 475,000 so yep. get a few points just for showing up yep yeah I think he's good value um, any that any that you desperately wanted in your team and you just couldn't find a way Brett uh, yeah well there's a oh, few plenty obviously yeah, there, yeah. there are plenty the one um, that stands out it's probably Luke McCarthy um, and he showed once again on Saturday night that um, right horse, right time uh, wins. And he also had a win there on um, Tuesday as well. So um, when he's on a horse, he's, he's winning a lot. So, yeah, he's one that I, I wanted to get in. Um, and as I say, it, 
when we come to the carnival, probably will get him in. But straight off the bat, no, I couldn't find room for him. Yeah, he's um, just feels like <laughs> Luke was absent for a fair bit towards the back end of last year. He, he's sort of come out and said he's going to be racing a, a lot more, um, which is what you want to hear. And then to see him turn up and you know have a convincing win there um, in the free for all on Saturday night at Menangle. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe you know. I mean, Luke was talked about as the one that maybe a bit of a trap, or maybe a little bit overpriced, given how often we see him at the races. But if that's changed, maybe he's actually really good value at just over a million. Yeah, I think he is. And once we get to the carnivals, yeah, I, I think he's going to really come into his own. So he's um he's a hard one to not have in the first place. Yeah. What about your time? Is there one that you just wish you could get in? You couldn't find. Couldn't quite find the cash. Probably Nathan Turnbull, outside of sort of the Metro, the big guns. Um, I wish I could have fit him in, but I, with my strategy, I couldn't. Um, he drives everywhere, gets results everywhere he goes. He'll be there carnival time with a couple of good young ones. So, And I'm sure he'll be at Tamora and um, country Carnival of Cups, places like that, very soon and over the coming months. So, yeah, he's one I wish I didn't leave out, but I had to. I think Nathan Turnbull becomes really, really relevant now that Amanda's not going to tomorrow. I think that uh, that could be that. I mean, I was at Dubbo a few weeks ago and Nathan turned up and cleaned up on their Carnival of Cups night. Uh, he had four winners. Mm. I could see something like that happening at tomorrow with Nathan Turnbull. Yeah. I think that first meeting at tomorrow is going to be a, a really, really hard one to pick. Um, because you've got that crossover of the, the Western and the Riverina regions. Um, and you just need to look back on Friday at Wagga where you had Hewitt who won two. That's Brad Hewitt. Um, Blake Micliffe won two. Uh, our ambassador, Blake Jones, won one. Jackson Painting won one. And then you've got all the other ones coming down from uh, Bathurst who are great drivers as well. So um, even if we had the form in front of us when we were selecting it, I'd still find it very difficult. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting... Um Location, isn't it? Because you're right. We we are going to see that Riverina and Western, you know, and and they're they're a, a group of drivers that aren't necessarily the ones that we've already earmarked as as our border hoppers. So our border hoppers traditionally, we've said they're the metro ones who go elsewhere. We're going to see a scenario straight away of this border hopping type scenario of two regions that really isn't the same group of people that we've had in mind all along. It's it's a fascinating uh, setup that that particular race made in week one. Yeah. Oh, it is, yeah, and it's it's not the only one that we're doing as well. I mean, down the track we've got places like Young and Junee and um, places that'll that'll pick up points as well. So it's yeah tricky little area. And I I've thought straight from the get go that the Riverina is probably our hardest one to try and um, to pick a team because there are great drivers there all around the same price as well. So it's a, it's a hard one to try and uh, nail down. So do you think that this, this race meet at Tamora is going to give us a little bit of intel and a little bit of data to work with for Young and some of those, those other Riverina regional Carnival of Cups meetings that, that slot into the schedule? It can do, especially if they, they keep the same drives on the same horses. But um, as Tommy's pointed out many times before, maybe it's just a recency bias and that'll, that'll sway us. Could be. Uh, could be. So uh, are, we, are we happy with our team? I mean, I, I know that we're going to be tinkering a little bit. Mm. Are, are you happy with where your team's at at the moment, Tom? I'm going to reassess the Western when I see the Bathurst Fields later this afternoon. I couldn't get a hold of their nominations um, and, their, and the list of drivers and whatnot. So... I'm going to assess that uh, that Western region for that Bathurst meeting on Wednesday. Um, but apart from that, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm locked in. Okay. You mentioned Robbie Morris. Mm. Uh, big, big news from a fantasy perspective on uh, Saturday night. Robbie, Robbie was given a seven-day suspension. Now, I touched base with Robbie this morning. He's going to make that suspension kick in after the last race at Menangle on Saturday night. So we're going to get a whole round of Robbie, and he'll and he will be really relevant, really prominent. As, you've, as you've already earmarked, he'll he'll be at Newcastle, he'll be at both Menangle meetings, he'll be at Penrith. So straight away, he's at three quarters of the of the point scoring opportunities right off the bat with good horses, good point scoring opportunities. However, 
you're paying – he's the third mm. most expensive in the game and he's, and he's going to be unavailable for the whole of week two. How does that impact your strategy, Tom? I'm excited by it on one hand because I can substitute uh, Robbie out for – uh, maybe someone like Josh Gallagher who uh, gets a lot of drives for the stable as well because the operation will continue without Robbie. So there'll be drives up for grabs and I'm sure those young guns, Cam, um, Jack Callaghan, um, Josh Gallagher, they'll be up for those drives that Robbie couldn't take or can't take during that week. Uh, I'll definitely keep a reserve for him when he comes back, just the seat warm, maybe Josh Gallagher, I think at this moment, but I'll assess it next week. So you're, you're committed, you're, you'll stay with Robbie for week one? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got um a lot of lot of drives, a lot of engagements. I think he's got six tomorrow at Menangle. He'll have a bunch at Penrith. Um, I'm sure he'll go to Newcastle. We'll find that out on Tuesday morning when their nominations come out. Uh, I would assume nearly a full book of drives at Menangle on Saturday too, and he drives quality as well. So he, he'll definitely be my captain this week. So are you thinking he's a – would you park him for week two? Like I'd put him as your reserve or would you burn a trade? Burn a trade. Yeah, I'll just. I'll, I think I'll just sub him out, yeah, for the week and bring him back in week three. Ruthless, hey? Tommy's just. What? What if you? What if you look at your team and and say, I've got a few other problems here, and but you committed, you're going to have to get rid of yeah. one of one of your most expensive drivers in week one, and and then I assume you'll want him back in week three. Yeah, I'll keep keep the cap space for him, um, and just substitute the, <laughs> the week two driver in and out, use them. But, um, yeah, that's, that's my plan. Right. That's aggressive. At the moment. It's an aggressive strategy, Brett. I agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd I, do the same thing, would I, you? I'd, I'd do the same thing. Yeah, as I say, I've gone top heavy, so I've got the, the first four there. Um, if Robbie's out for a week, it gives me an opportunity to bring in a, a Luke McCarthy, who I couldn't bring in um, to start off with, so – or. Even Brad Hewitt, who's um, getting around the traps and is driving a few more, so that's difficulty for me is trying to find out who to replace him with. So, you, do you both think that with with three trades, that's more than enough to be able to make this work for you? No, it can be risky. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen during the week. So, somebody might get injured, somebody might go on holiday, somebody might get suspended. So, but that's a risk you've got to take. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it is a risk. Yeah, it's extremely difficult with the cap as well because um, you can't sort of substitute. You've, you're limited. You are limited because the game is so hard in trying to reach uh, reach your cap. Um, so you don't have much left in your budget. So you've got to go like for like almost. Or um, like I said with Robbie, he's $1.2 million. Um, I think Josh Gallagher is 960000 thousand around that mark. So I'll save 300000 but I'm going to keep that for subbing out Josh the next week. So, yeah, it just depends on your strategy, really. Um, but it could go pear-shaped and uh, all my drivers could be unavailable and I'll have to make use of that money somewhere else. Knowing that Robbie's going to be out in week two, and, and it's a rare thing that we can all always, we can foreshadow a suspension and someone's available and, and then, you know, you, you already know that that person's unavailable. Um, does that make Kerry Ann, his wife, a bit more relevant? She's a low price point in the Metropolitan and, and she's probably going to pick up a lot of those drives that Robbie now then won't take in week two. Yeah, I think even to start off with, she's a good option to have yeah. on your team, even if she's the reserve. But yeah, with Robbie not being there, I think it, there might be some like-for-like swaps on their horses. Um, other people might pick up the drives on other horses. But yeah, I, I think she's a very good option to keep in your team. Yeah, I, I think Kerry Amp really comes into play now that Robbie that news around Robbie... Yeah, she's got to drive at Menangle tomorrow Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Um, so even if you have her in your team this week, you're still going to get a couple points. Um, yeah, a difficult, difficult situation because you don't know where the drives are going to go. Um, they could spread out to the young guys, or um, as you said, Kerry might get involved with a few more drives. Alicia Bond might pick up some of those drives too. She's almost at the one of the the cheapest in the game. Um, so some of those names, yeah, I think strategically, it starts to bring new people into the fold over a two or three week strategy. Mm. And that, that's that's what's fascinating about this particular sort of suspension that's still a week away. <laughs> okay, it's a it's it's a unique thing. I mean in other other sports it doesn't happen like that. No. Suspension applies straight away. But you know, we can we we can foreshadow a, a several week strategy that 
that uh, is going to take shape. Another one that's high-priced and is unavailable for most of the first round, but he's back in play on the Saturday, the Menangle Saturday night, is Jack Trainer. Uh, what nine ninety for Jack Trainer? So probably probably makes Jack very difficult to bring into your team in week one, doesn't he? Yeah, he's one of those substitute um, drivers for me. Like we've spoken in previous weeks, um, those uh, carnival-based drivers, the the drivers that lift in the big races, they're the ones that you got to sub in and out. So I'm happy to leave Jack on the sidelines for week one because he's unavailable most of it. So yeah, I'll definitely assess him. He's already told me that. He intends being the big the big player when it comes to carnivals. He might have a point there too. Yeah, I, I think um, if you've got him in your team already, uh, you can switch him out, but he might have some great drives on Saturday night um, and he might make up for missing out on two or three meetings during the week. So, you know, if he's in your team and, and you like him and you think he's going to have a great season – then I wouldn't be hasty to switch him out because you could do run that risk of not getting him back in the team. Yeah, because it's it's a it's an awkward price point, isn't it? To to then have to try and find the money if you want to get him in, mm. you're still going to get some return on him this week. You're just not going to get, I guess, the full dividend that you would normally expect out of Jack because you'd normally see him have several drives on a Tuesday afternoon, and you know we'd probably see him at, at Penrith. Um, you know, so you're just not going to get the full dividend, but you're probably still going to get a decent score out of him, even with that one race night. Well, that's the fun of the game. I mean, you you could keep somebody in your team um, who may not have a great week, uh, not winning a lot of races, and you're getting one point here or there, whereas he might go around on Saturday night and win three races. Um, there's Obviously, the suspension list is, um, yeah, is available on online if, if people are, are looking for it. But um, Matt Roo's just come off a suspension, so that, that's good news for anyone that, that's got Matty. Uh, Peter McRae's one in the River Arena. I know that I know that Peter McRae is one that for just below that price point of your Blake Jones, Jackson Painting, Blake Mikulif, uh those guys, he was sort of just below that and, and he was quite relevant for a lot of people. Um but you won't see him in week one. I guess that, that that just makes it an easy decision, doesn't it, Tom? Yeah, I think so. I'm looking at the list as well. Brad Elder, there's another one. He, he's recently yep. priced um, in his region, so he'll be missing till the till the 13th. Um, so you just got to stay on top of these things and, and just double-check um, where drivers are going and, and logistically. I've got another one, Taylor Osman, um, three drives at Menangle tomorrow. So um, another border... You know, district hopper, um, but valuable points up for grabs. The um, as you said, the the fields are going to be out later um, for Saturday night at Menangle, but we already know that the the field for the New Year's gift final that that was obviously a qualifier. So yep. we already know some of the names that we're going to see in that. So Blake uses one makes him really interesting, I think, because if, if we know Blake's going to drive at Newcastle on Friday night, and then he's going to be at Menangle. On Saturday night, that means it's, there's a, there's a double bite there for Blake Hughes. Yeah, I, re- I really like that. That's that's the sort of thing I'm looking at, and he's in my team. Yeah, yeah. And, um, where Blake goes, Grace Pinnell is probably going to be at the at the same race mate too, which which means that you know obviously there's drives at Newcastle for Grace as well as Menangle on Saturday night. We see Grace turn up at Menangle on the Tuesdays as well. Mm. You know, um, they're the type of things that I think I'd encourage people to to sort of try and put the jigsaw pieces together. Uh, the the free for all, we already know that Sean Grayling will feature in that, and and as we said before, Amanda Turnbull's going to be at Menangle on Saturday night. So if you're seeing Amanda, and she's going to be at Menangle Tuesday afternoon, yeah. so Tuesday, Saturday, and Wednesday at Bathurst, there's half the the point scoring opportunity straight away for Amanda Turnbull. So yeah, I mean. Points up for grabs there. And the thing is, too, if Amanda's at um, Menengel on Saturday night, someone like Isabel Ross comes into play, um, she'll probably be heading down to Tamora and you'd expect her to pick up a lot of those drives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and she fits in that sort of 600k kind of bracket, doesn't she? So, you know, you just can't afford everyone. So they're the type of, we talked about in previous episodes, those middle tier type people of where you can fit them in and, and 
think about what's possible with that score. Can they outscore the price point? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Doug Hewitt's another one that's, uh, I believe he's going to Menangle on Saturday as well, and he'll be at Bathurst on Wednesday. So you just got to assess these drivers and where they're going, and it'll change week to week. Nothing will be the same. Um, So it's going to be forever changing. You might miss out one week, get unlucky with the driver being unavailable, but yeah, you just got to be um, on top of it. I think we we might see Dougie at tomorrow too, I would have thought, potentially. I I think I've seen his... um, him down for a drive at Menangle, Menangle. on Saturday. I could yeah. be wrong. So it'd be at one of those, wrong. yeah, one mm. of those race mates anyway. Yeah, and throw that on top of the Western region. So yeah, good opportunity to make sure you maximise your points there on some of those people. So we have a look at the round one schedule. Um Menangle tomorrow, as we said, the all the apart from Jack Trainer who we just flagged, all of those drivers in that that higher top end of the price bracket are all going to be in action tomorrow at yep. Menangle. And, and a- that's exciting for the game. It's a very competitive card as well. Um, I flicked through the form as a form student and I, I found it terribly difficult to try and find a winner, let alone, you know, ace in on a driver that's going to perform well. So difficult meeting and um, plenty of points up for grabs and hopefully they're shared across plenty of drivers. And that's Trotters and yep. um, Trotters and the Pacers Yeah, we've got too. both tomorrow. So if we have a look at, at some of those uh, some of those that are, that are going to be in action... Um, what about a James Rat? James Rat raised a name that we've been getting, we've been hearing a bit of five hundred grand. Jared Croker mentioned in the in the podcast the other day that he he thought James Ratway was a, was a good selection. We see him at all these Menangle meetings, and he's got Wee Ben Boppin, who has been really really relevant in the big races. Any interest in James? He, we'll see him straight off the straight away in in race one. I would like to see a little bit more volume, uh, quantity in his drives. Um, to justify putting him in my team. That's me personally, but the strike rate, um, as Brett's touched on, those drivers that they may not drive a lot, but they're, they're quality and they're winning a lot, that's James there. So um, you get you do get what you paid for, and I, I think he's fairly valued at that price. One one person that you said in, in the last podcast, Tom, was you thought that Jimmy Douglas was a lock for your team. Yep. Jimmy's in just about every race tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, he's got a good chance on Swedish meatballs trained at Bankstown too. Um, hopefully he can get that home for everyone uh, down there. But, yeah, I really like Jimmy. Doesn't doesn't win too often, but he's always there and he's he drives as much as he can and he, he drives plenty of placings. Yep. Uh, Sean Grayling's in action tomorrow. Uh, David Morris as well. So, you know, like we said, you're going to see a lot of the – the drivers at the top end of the of the price point, but a lot in the middle as well. And and then there's the ones who are at the, I guess some of the ones at the lower lower price point as well. So tomorrow we're going to see a lot of points generated at Menangle tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. you got Jake Bates. Uh, just a few a note from my team. Uh, James Lockie's got two drives at Menangle. Jake Bates, uh, Hannah Rickson three drives at Penrith on Thursday. It's looking like at the moment Amanda and um, Taylor Osman. They're all featuring at Menangle. So. Very interesting, and hopefully I can get some points uh, because you do need the tail to wag so um, and get a few points, so that's that's my goal. Straight to the top of the leaderboard, Tommy, tomorrow. Look at you go. Eh? <laughs> All downhill from there, though. Once you, oh, that's yeah. it. <laughs> and then we go to Bathurst on Wednesday, um, you know, and that's where we're going to see the Turnbull and the Hewitt uh, stables probably really come to the fore, Tom. Yep, and uh, I've got Phoebe Betts in there as well. Um, and Jed Betts as my reserve. So hopefully I can get a few points there at Bathurst on Wednesday because that is vital, um, picking up points in those in those meetings. And they always have eight or nine races, so uh, vital. Got Maddie Young in action straight away there Maddie too. Young first race there, so yep. yeah, she'll um, one to watch as well. Jack Chappell's driving too. Jack, Jack's been picking up some drives for Bernie Hewitt. I, I think that's a really interesting scenario. You know, Jack is traditionally based out Based up in in the Hunter, but we're seeing him do it a lot of lot of driving on those Bathurst Wednesday cards now. Uh, Two hundred and fifteen, I think he's priced at. Sixteen um, year old hasn't got many drives up his behind him, but you know he's definitely one to keep an eye on. I, I would have thought that he is he he's going to sit on a on a lot of teams, if not in a starting lineup, definitely in that reserve spot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, definitely um, try and get him in your team for such a low price point. 
um, get him on the bench. Uh, he's one of the ones that we've mentioned before that's an up-and-comer that will pick up a lot more drives as the season progresses. So, yeah, get him in there and um, you don't have to worry about trying to fit him in later on. Yeah. Then we go to Penrith on Thursday for the, the normal Thursday night meeting. This is where we see a lot of the a different batch of people, like, yeah, um, Seton Grimers, yeah, Lucas Randos, yeah, Will Rickson, yep. uh, Leighton Green, uh, Jack Brown, yep. a lot of these guys, a lot of the, a lot of the guys have got claims, and, and that was that was flagged by us. With uh, David Thorne mentioned that in the Sprint Lane podcast, he said Penrith, there's a, there's a different way of approaching Penrith because a lot of the claimers are getting it's a it's a uh, front runners track. Yeah, and yeah, Will Rickson's uh, probably the highlight for me um, out of out of Penrith. Um, and Leighton Green as well, terrific half-mile track driver, Leighton Green. So he'll be one. Same with Chris Geary as well. He, he likes winning races on a Thursday night and even travelling to Newcastle on a Friday. So he's one I'm keeping my eye on. You got Leighton Green in your team? I couldn't. I couldn't. He is. Yeah. Well, the question I had before, who who were you trying? I, I just couldn't find a, couldn't find the money. I, I may still. I may still try and find a way to get him in. I think he's that good. I think he's on the verge of having a... A really, really good year. Yeah, well, a win at, at Penrith on Thursday night, another one at uh, Newcastle on Friday night when we only had five races. So it's a um, decent strike rate. Yeah. The the one that I, I probably flipped a coin on and, and it ended up coming down to price was him and Jack Brown. Yeah. And I just – and that's where I'm at at the moment, you know, and, you know, we're still 20-odd 20, 20 hours away from, from when it when it starts. But that's how – that's what it came down to for me. It yeah. was just price point. It's gonna it's gonna sting real bad when Leighton wins one on, on <laughs> Thursday night at Penrith. I oh, know, I oh, know. That's just how it rolls, isn't it? Uh, obviously, we've got Newcastle on Friday night. We've, we've, this is where those Metro drivers seem to go, and that, that becomes their playground. Josh Gallagher has just been on fire for the last couple of months at Newcastle, hasn't he, Tom? Yeah, and. That's one of the main reasons why you would put Josh in your team uh, because of that Newcastle factor. The, the points at Newcastle are worth the same as Manankle on a Tuesday. So, um, and he wins races up there for fun. Almost 100 winners last season. 80-odd uh, winners, sorry. So um, he's very good, Josh. And week two, he's going to go good for Robbie's replacement. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's probably where I'm looking as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're back at Manangle Saturday night. We've got that, as we said, we've got that news gift final. We've got the free for all. A lot of the big guns are already flagged that they'll be there for that. And tomorrow's the the Carnival of Cups, mate. So it's it's an interesting scenario. Like the way the schedule is is put together, traditionally, Menangle will, will be a standalone Saturday night race, mate. This week, the way it's the way the schedule is, tomorrow and Menangle will run will run concurrently. So we're going to have these two on the on the first week. We're going to have these two race meetings that are going to be so relevant in how week one plays out because you've got the the marquee Saturday night feature event at the principal club at headquarters at Menangle. At the same time, this double points scenario where we've got the Riverina and the Western all in, all in play at once. We we could actually see all the big guns from all four regions all in action at once on Saturday night. Yeah, that's it. it yeah, out. yeah, and we've got a pretty similar thing in a couple of weeks uh, from now as well when we go to June E. So it's um, it's a great test uh, to see how good people are with their fantasy team to um, to pick as many of these great drivers in their team as they can. So it's um, uh, with them all coming to Menangla, I think it's going to be the, the real difference this week is going to be tomorrow. Well, you're going to see. Grace Pinella and Blake Hughes at Menangle. We're going to see Amanda Turnbull at Menangle. At tomorrow, we're going to see probably the Hewitts. We already know like Mitch Turnbull, um, Nathan Turnbull a bit. Tomorrow, you're going to see your Blake Jones, Jackson Painting, probably Blake Mickle if they're all going to be at tomorrow. So Brad Hewitt's at, at Menangle on Saturday night. So all at once across these two tracks – they're all going to be in action, yeah. and the guesswork with card. the guesswork with tomorrow's race card as well, not coming out till after the lockout. Uh, that's going to be difficult. You might get lucky, you might get unlucky with the drivers that go there um, and the quality of drives. But yeah, you would expect all those big names to be there, and it's going to be a great night. Well, there's ways to get surge points. One one is the double points opportunity at, at tomorrow. It's one race, 
So let's let's be clear on that. It's it's one race. It's to, it's, it's a race meeting with one race that's worth double points. So the chance is there to get twenty points for a winner, ten points for second. So is it worth chasing, Tom? Without knowing the fields, no. Uh, if I knew the 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 race shape and the way it was, you know, I could do my form on it and try and find the winner. Um, I'd be more inclined to really gun for it, but it's a little bit too hard at this stage. And as we just said, there's drivers from all districts going everywhere. So terribly hard to line up at this moment. I think you just got to back your team and hope for the best. Would you chase it, Brett? Yeah, I'm a bit the same as Tommy. Probably not, um, given that we know what's going to be in the Metro a lot sooner. Uh, we, we know which drivers are going to be there, but we don't really know which horses. So it's, um, it's a hard one to chase. I, I think, It'll be the test case, though, and it'll be a lot easier when we come up to a, a June in a couple of weeks' time. I'm tempted by it. I must admit, I, I'm tempted by it. I, I just think there is a chance that we could have one of those, like a Nathan Turnbull or a, or maybe it could be a Jackson Painting or a Blake Hughes. One of those stables comes and has a fat night and walks away with three, four winners and one of them is the feature. Throw the captain on them. Yeah, the gift card's yours. Yeah, it could be... Mm. Yeah, it could be one of those, you know, th- that that could be the power play. And that's that's part of the reason why I've tried to get as good a spread across all the regions, not go sort of metro-focused or focused on any of the other reasons because this does happen. So, you know, a tomorrow in this first week is going to, um, as I said before, going to be the real test for people. And, you know, it, it will be the defining one between who gets the $250 uh, gift card this week um, to who misses out by a couple of points. All right, Tommy. So if Amanda Turnbull was going to Tamora, would that change your thinking? Yep, I would captain her off, straight off the bat. Yeah, that, that's what I was looking at this morning, um, just double-checking where she was going to go. Um, as soon as I seen that that she was staying in Menangle, or going to Menangle, sorry, um, I took the captaincy off her and uh, gave it to Robbie. But, yeah, if she was going to Tamora, that would make all the difference for me. Yeah. See, I just think I think there's the opportunity that maybe it could be a Nathan Turnbull, someone like that could go and go and have a big night there. You've almost convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm. Yeah. I, I. I must admit, I stewed over that a little bit, a little bit this morning. So, um, so captaincy option. So you've already said that you, you think Robbie's Robbie's the right fit for captaincy for you this week. Just looking at the quant- Is it a safe play. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Yeah. It's just because of the quantity, he's got plenty. Um, Plenty of engagements at Menangle, Newcastle, uh, sorry, Penrith. Um, I would imagine Newcastle, Menangle on Saturday night, plenty. Um, and then he's off for a holiday, so he'll be wanting to win a couple. So have you had to think about what par looks like? No, nah, not, I haven't. No, nah, not really. It'd be interesting to see. I'm excited to see, you know, what, what the scores are after every meeting, but I'm not too sure what the par is. Because what, you, what you're really looking for is you want to put the captaincy armband on whoever's going to get the highest score in your team. Mm. Basically, we've already said that you know a big night looks something like forty, fifty points. That yep. that's a that's a big night. Um, so if Robbie's driving four times in the week, and let's say let's say there's twenty twenty five points around, that's a I don't know. I think that's probably a fairly conservative approach. Yeah, maybe twenty five a race meet. Um, Averaged out, that is. So yeah. 100 points and double that, 200. Would you you'd be happy with that? Sounds lovely. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how they stack up, um, see if Nathan Turnbull drives five or six at tomorrow on Saturday night. So, um, yeah, as you said, 25 points for for a par for a meeting seems, seems very good um, because some drivers are only getting three drives a night. So 25 is a lot. Well... <laughs> I mean, we already know he's going to drive four race meets. So Nathan, Nathan's told me he, he'll drive Bathurst Wednesday and tomorrow Saturday. Mm. So that's two race meets. He needs a lot of winners to be at the same level where Robbie is, doesn't he? If, if Robbie has that kind of scenario that we just said, what we think is probably a conservative 25 points a race meet for Robbie. Probably mm. what he, he doesn't have working against him is that Amanda won't be at that race meeting. And a lot of these other ones that potentially could have been there won't be there, plus all the Metro and and Hunter ones that will be at Menengel as well. So if you you weren't going to put it on 
Robbie Morris, Tom, and, and I know that you you took it off Amanda. Mm. What else is kind of a a potential scenario for you? Trusty Jack Callaghan or Cam Hart. Um, they're cons- they're always driving and always picking up winners. And you seen what Cam did on Saturday night at Bendigo, ridiculous win. And I'm sure he'll bring that form up back up to New South Wales. He's had a couple of quiet weeks, been on holidays, so I'm sure he'll be keen to get back into it. Yeah. What are you thinking, Brett? Yeah, I've gone the same way. I've gone Robbie in the first week as the captain, and it's just it's to play it safe um, with the amount of meetings that he drives at. Um, I don't think my team will change as much during the season, but I can see the captaincy changing week to week. Um, it, it, Robbie this week, um, might be Jack next week, or it might be Josh um, who comes in to replace Robbie. And then as we get in towards the Carnival of Cups, try and get Luke in, maybe he'll be captain, maybe it's Cam Hart. So it's, you know, I, I think that's the one thing that you've got to look at is who's going to pick up those double points week to week and who you want that captaincy on. So, it, I mean, if we're looking at quantity, Josh Gallagher drives as as often as Robbie Morris. So they, he's driving Penrith, he's driving both Menangles, and he's driving Newcastle. And Josh has been pulling out those big nights at Newcastle. Does that does that make Josh more viable? I think it it does. Um, you're not wrong. You can't. It, it's very hard to dispute what you're saying because they're all great drivers and they all win races but um and but you're saving as you said josh you're saving almost 250 300,000 uh from robbie to josh you can put that money elsewhere um and bump up your team that way um just you know because the salary cap's so difficult it's so hard you know and the the managing your budget what you got left over how you're going to trade them in and out terribly difficult so both of you have only got one of them, Josh Gallagher or Robbie Morris? You're I've only got Robbie. Yeah. So neither of you got Josh in your team? Not at the moment. I've got Josh. I don't have Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, so I, maybe mm. maybe that's a – and that's assuming you both got Cam in your team, Cameron Hart? Yep. I think you have to. Jack Culligan? Jack's in the team as yep. well. Both me. got so, Jack. Yeah. So they're both in my team too. So that's the next one. The next driver down, sitting on that three spot, really, isn't it? Mm. You probably can't have both Robbie and Josh if that's the way you're going to play it. Like yeah. it sounds like we all kind of have. Yeah, and yeah. Jack Trainers around uh, Josh Gallagher's price as well, I believe. Yeah. So throw Jack in that when he's consistently driving, he'll be he'll be up the top of the points total. Yep, I'm fascinated to see how team structures look when you know when this this game actually starts to fully function tomorrow, you know, when points are being generated. So um, if you weren't going Robbie, Brett, who would you go as captain? As captain, oh, I'd probably say Jack Callaghan. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sim- similar sort of thing. Um, once again, it's a toss-up between him and Cam Hart, but it, it, as we've said before, maybe it's just because we haven't seen a lot of Cam recently. Um, but, yeah, I- I'd probably still go Jack and just see how we go in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Jack Callaghan for me at the moment is the way I've gone. Uh, I sent him a sent him a message this morning. What did he he told me where he's going to be? And, and as I, I said to him, sounds like points galore. He is going to he's going to be at Menangle twice, Penrith and Newcastle. So that that the same circuit, and and then it's just really there's very little between any of these these guys, isn't it? It's yeah. just racing on the particular night. You're really taking a stab at who you think might perform better. And that's it. And it's no disrespect to anybody else in these other regions. It's because... Um, it's quantity. These guys are going around four times a week. Yeah. 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 So it's... Um, uh, when you go off a, you know, wins to, to drives ratio, some of these other ones out in the other regions are actually um, a lot higher. But it's just they're not getting four, four meetings a week. Yeah. Like I said, though, I am... Very tempted and see some serious merit in, in the Nathan Turnbull play. And I see some serious merit in the Amanda Turnbull play as well. So <laughs> I think I think there's some great options. And, and same with Josh Gallagher. Yeah, and I think there's it, some great options. Even Blake Hughes and Grace Panella, as you said, they, they'll be at Menangle on Saturday. So you, you really can't go wrong. It's just it's just your luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the racing cycle, isn't it? So anyway, I guess the point is you won't be able to save your team unless you do click the captain option. So... 
just keep that in mind. What you're going to need to do is click on the the icon of of one of the drivers. It'll pop up and there'll be a C and a VC on the platform. You need to click on the C and do it again for someone else for VC. Uh, just to clarify for anyone who's listening who isn't aware of how that works, if a driver gets zero points for the round, and the only way to get zero is you do not race once because you get a point if you finish outside the top four. So that's if you do not race once in the whole six race meetings that make up a round and they're your captain, then your vice captain will kick in. So apart from that, your captain usually will pretty much most of the time always have a drive. So it's an important play because you get double whatever their points are. Now, again, the reason why I thought that someone like Nathan Turnbull might be relevant, if I could say he's going to have a big night, and he gets 20 points for winning the Tamora Cup, and he's captain, well, that 10 that became 20 is now worth 40. So that's where I think it's a it's a big play. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that for a yeah. second. Yeah, that's that's really smart. Yeah. Might be worth it, but I just wish I'd seen – I had the field in front of me, and then I'd be making changes around it. Yeah. So mm. it's – you know, you get the captain of a, of a Carnival of Cups race meet right, it's worth four winners. Mm-hmm. Which we've already identified four winners on a race night is a big night from a point score from the data that we've been able to use as test cases so far. So, yeah, it's. I, I think it's. You know, I think if you, if you do it, well played. <laughs> I applaud your bravery, and if you get it right, then you deserve to get that point score because it's a, it's it's a it's a big brave play in week one, and uh, if you can if you nail it, well done. You know, yeah. Week one, you don't want to be bottom of your league. So, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of leagues, um, that's important. We want we want people to get in and get into the league. So basically, on the platform, there's there's three tabs across the top. There's uh, my team. There's leagues. So go on leagues. There's a lot of public leagues that are open at the moment that you can just join and um, to get in on some of them. I, I know that there's some great contributors to the racing industry have been setting up leagues and. Um, you know, I know that some at Bloodstock, for example, have got one and they're looking at giving away a, um, you know, something awesome. <laughs> I don't want to – I actually don't want to say it just in case I've, I've gone too far with what they're, what they're committing <laughs> to there. But um, they're going to – they've got a big prize that they want to give away for the winner of their league. Uh, I know that Punt Hub, which is a really popular Facebook platform, sort of 100,000 people in that group have, have been good supporters of fantasy harness racing for us and have been sort of encouraging their people – um, their followers to get on board and play the game. They've set up a group and they want to give away some prizes each week as well to whoever's in their league, which is great. Uh, Big Sports Breakfast and uh, Tab have got on board as well. And I know that, like, Tommy, you've got a group of mates, haven't you, that, that you're all in it, you've been in it for a while. And Yeah, yeah, we've got about 15, uh, 16 of us even amount. So we've gone the head-to-head route uh, for our league. We've also got an, uh, a total, a total uh, points league, but... The head-to-head's what we're going to focus on and what we've put money on, but you don't have to put money on it. That's the good thing about harness racing, uh, fantasy harness racing. You can be involved and you know ride the results home for for no outlay, and that's yep. that's the best part of fantasy sports, all sports. Yeah, we've got one here at work. Um, I'm, I'm in the office at Harness Racing New South Wales. I know a lot of office comps are going on. You know, families, groups of mates, randoms who are just. In a, in a public league and you can join and you can get involved, but get involved in that because that, that's going to be a lot of fun and you can see your progress, how you go on the leaderboard, but then you get into this head, head-to-head scenario as well and you can play people team versus team and, like I said, end up playing in a grand final at the end of the year and that's the that's the goal. So You, you don't do it for the money, you do it for the banter. Yeah, absolutely. And and so have a look at that. You know, when you do your team, you're doing your team's one thing, but get involved in the, in the leagues as well. That's really important. So... Uh, boys, final team change. How many times, Tommy, do you think you're gonna, you, you might tinker with your team over the next twenty hours or so? Just tonight, I think. Uh, I'll wait till the fields come out for Bathurst. Um, and Angle Fields will be out four o'clock. Uh, Penrith Fields will be out four o'clock. So we've got three race meetings out of the six fields that are out tonight. So I'll definitely look tonight. Sort of look. I'll, I'll do the quantity test this week. Just look at wh- who's driving a lot, where they're driving. Um, I won't nail down the quantity, uh, the quality. I don't think, and try and pick winners and those drivers on the winners. Um, so yeah, I'll just 
look tonight and um, only only a couple of changes, hopefully. So Tommy sounds like he's he's using an iron off the tee and then he's going to lay up yep. and then he's going to try and two-putt. That's what he sounds like he's doing, Brett. Yeah. He's I, not I mean, chasing eagles. Yeah, he's changed his team three <laughs> times since we've been here. I mean, it's it's amazing to watch. <laughs> what, um, it's probably a – I'll use the word safe, but it sounds like a smart way of going about it in week one. Just make sure that you, you don't lose touch – you know, keep it very much, you stay in contention. That's one way of going about it. Yeah, that's it. And quite often in these competitions, you see the um, the person who, nice and steady all the way through, um, ends up winning. Um, you can have a couple of great weeks, but you can also have some poor weeks as well. So that that consistency all the way through is probably um, what to look at. Yeah. What's it, good about a head-to-head league is if you do take a chance and you stuff it up week one, you're only down one round and you can make that back. So um, if you do pull the driver out on a short par four, you, you might get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you playing a similar strategy, Brett? No. No, I uh, very much thought I found perfection the first time I put my team in, so I'm, I'm probably sticking with that one from the get-go, and uh, we'll see how we go after that. If you're struggling with how to go about putting together a team, and I know that a lot of people have, have seen like social media campaigns that we, we've – run um, in the last few days and just sort of stumbled upon us sort of late to the game want to get in and make sure so please we're, we're so glad that you you found us in time and you um, you're getting involved if you are struggling on our social media there's a little video I did on the weekend where I just sort of did some screen recording and went through and showed people how easy it is I think it took me three or four minutes to literally just put some drivers names into a team um, certainly without research or science or anything to it, but I was just trying to demonstrate how easy it is to populate a team and what you need to do, and it might just help people with a little how-to on how to go about doing it. Um, But, you know, we encourage people to get on all the different platforms, read the stories, have a look at the fields like Tommy Tommy said he's going to do, and and basically try and wrap your head around who the prominent drivers are, even the national website, harness.org.au, it, it, it's got a sort of a price guide as well. You know, if people are, are swayed by markets, you know, upcoming races have got price guides and that might give you an idea of which drivers are in market and mm. um, who the tipsters think might do well, might help help give people some guide. Hopefully, hopefully our podcast is helping people out. I love listening to some of the stories about how people have selected their teams. So they, some people have selected female-only teams. Um, some people have gone off the moustaches. Some people have gone off looks. So it's it's fantastic the, um, that people who don't necessarily know that much about harness racing are getting in there and, and having a go at this and, and coming up with different options for different teams. So, yeah, it's, it's about the fun of it. What's really important is that the game locks out when the first race goes tomorrow at Manangle. That race is at 2.03. I wouldn't leave it until 2 past 2 to get your team sorted or, or be trying to make some sort of changes at the last minute. Um, it is day one. So I, I'd play it safe. Try and get your team squared away much earlier than that if you can. Get in and get a team registered. But, yeah, it's it's that first race at Manangle at a, just after 2 o'clock tomorrow and it will lock out. I need to warn people that the game will lock out. You won't be able to put a team together once that first race goes at Menangle on Tuesday afternoon. The game will end on Saturday night when the last race at Menangle or tomorrow, whichever one is is second in that in that progression, uh, happens on Saturday night. And then the platform will be available again at this stage, we think, Sunday morning. And that'll give you the chance to go in and make your trades. You get your three trades a week. Tommy can get rid of Robbie Morris out of his team, as he said he's <laughs> going to do. Ruthless on Robbie. Um, and then then you've got a couple of days to finesse it, but you won't have the wholesale changes. Like, at the moment, it's just it's unlimited. But you need to know that when your team, when it reopens after round one, you will only get to make three changes to your team. So it's important that you have some level of structure to it now, isn't it? Yeah, and maybe even uh, a nice safety net, a couple of hundred thousand left in the budget, just in case you need to, you know, change your tactics, go more hunter-based, um, riverina-based or something like that. So you do need to keep keep your options open. A couple of hundred left in the ground. I, I zeroed mine out. 
Yeah, I've got five grand left. So it's, <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. Do not have a cent to spare. There's a, there's very, a lot of planning normal. going on by Tommy here, and we've uh, we've hit point and click. Not a cent to spare. It felt like reality in my fantasy. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so keep keep that in mind. Now, how you go about signing up? Uh, fantasyharnessracing.com. It's pretty simple as that. Fantasyharnessracing.com. Go on. It, it is a quick and simple way of registering basic details, get in, and then just, bang, put a team together. Like I said, you have to make sure you pick a captain and a vice captain and hit save, and, and you're in. Then have a look at the leagues, jump in some leagues, or invite even better, invite your friends, family, whoever. Go on a recruitment campaign on our behalf because the more the merrier, and the more you fill that league with, with like-minded souls, uh, the more fun you're going to have. And for anybody who doesn't have much idea about harness racing, there is an autofill option as well. So yeah. you can go in there and it'll do the work for you um, and then you can have a play around with it after that. So it's yep. uh, it's an easy option. Yeah, it'll fill a team and then you can go in and you can finesse it and you can say, well, okay, that, no, not that, and remove and put new people in. So, yeah, it's a, it's a quick and simple platform that, you know, we just hope a lot of people have fun with. Um, so, boys, we're, well, we're 23 hours away. At the time of recording this, 23 hours away from when we, we finally get this thing off the ground. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Looking forward to seeing a race meet looked at through the lens of a, of a fantasy score. Yeah, I think most people will be looking at race meetings a little bit differently now. Um, tallying points, cheering home a driver for third, which you normally wouldn't do. Um, uh, necessarily. Fourth. Yeah, even fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's a new aspect and it's, it's a good aspect because the best part is you don't have to have money on to, to get a real thrill out of a result. So I think that's the best part. Opens the sport up, um, celebrates one of the pillars in the industry, the drivers. So uh, very exciting. I'm excited for the drivers too. That The drivers are going to start to their name. is going to become more on the tip of people's tongue. Oh, it's fantastic. There's going to be a real focus on these guys and it's uh, it's all positive too. So, no, really looking forward to that. All right. Well, boys, good luck with you. Are we are we hap- pretty much happy with the teams as they are, though? I'm happy with mine. I dare say Tommy's got quite a few more changes to go, but <laughs> we'll... Uh, Maybe one or two. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Pencil continues to be sharpened. Yep. I, I'm okay with mine. I sort of play around earlier today and put something together that I think I'm pretty happy with. But um, unlike Tommy, I, I don't have the uh, don't have the kitty left over to, to be able to go splashing <laughs> too much more cash around. I'd have to have to get a bit brutal to be able to be able to find money if I'm going to make too many more changes. But uh, to everyone out there, hit us up on the socials if you. I know that a lot of people have been in touch today asking some questions and, and certainly open to that to that um, you know firing any questions or concerns that you have if you're having any any sort of teething issues with getting set up early, firing the question, and we'll do our best to help you out. We want everyone to have the opportunity to play and, and get that point score up in round one. So fantasyharnessracing.com, again, is the platform. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So um, you'll see content there. You'll, you'll get a bit of an idea. And, and then have a look at um, Harness Racing New South Wales website. There's a constant stream of news and, and discussion around the race program and who's going to be relevant and what connections and owners and trainers and drivers think chances are in, in, in different races and, and race meetings, which is important. And, and just it'll just help get you up to speed on, on different things. But most of all, have some fun and enjoy the laughs and enjoy the banner. It'll be good fun. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Tommy, good luck with your team, mate. Yeah, I'm the only one in this room with a chance at the car, so. <laughs> He's going to come in with bags under his eyes tomorrow, though. He'll <laughs> be up all night stressing over his team. So, uh, to everyone out there, best of luck, best of luck with your team. Uh, really hope that, um, you know, the next 25 rounds is as successful as we, uh, as we certainly envisage it's going to be. And everyone has some fun and gets to know a little bit more about this uh, great sport of harness racing here in the best in the business here in New South Wales. So uh, look forward to it. Can't wait to continually bring you these shows. Every Monday we'll be doing a podcast, boys, and we'll be, you know, next week will take a, we'll be a little bit different because we'll actually have some scores to look back on and we'll be able to sort of debrief and, you know, we'll have some some genuine, you know, real scores to be able to work with and, and be able to diagnose, won't we? Yeah, it'd be good. It'll give us a good idea of um, 
what the scores are going to look like and what par should be, and it'll um, give you guys a opportunity to make a better team. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll also what we'll also be doing is if you're the highest scorer of the round, um, yeah, we'll, we'll try and get those people on the show too, and let's have a chat about what their strategy was, and you know, we really want to engage with the public on this. So, um, good luck. Good luck. May the best team win. Yes, really good really luck. excited good about luck, it. Good everybody, and it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right, to everyone out there listening, thank you very much. Uh, please let people know that the podcast exists because if you're playing the game, you might as well, uh, might as well have a listen to the podcast and, and we'll be able to hopefully help you out along the way. But in any case, make sure you get that team registered and, and saved and ready to go in time for the first race at Menangle at just after 2 o'clock tomorrow. All right, we will see you next week on the podcast. <laughs>